the Hall of Honor Museum uh, here at Akershore Stadium. And, uh, of course, uh, you, you know, there are historic archives here, Matt, collected from 90 years of Steelers football. And uh, fans can view each of the six championship rings, artifacts, and game-worn jerseys uh, and uniforms from some of the greatest players in Steelers history, which is a pretty good group. It's a pretty good group. Yeah. yeah. And, and some of you guys, you know, you, you know, yourself, Mike Pursuta mentioned earlier, you're really going to like this. I mean, it's really well done. And so my expectations were high. They exceeded them. I mean, again, this, the size of the place, all the stuff in it, the way it's laid out. you got to check it out. It's good stuff. I had heard that size mattered to you. But <laughs> and when we start looking at the draft here, there we go. size does matter. And we have a new draft here on NFL.com. This one done by Chad Reuter. He did a three-round mock, man. God bless him. Let's go. Three rounds That's this time of year in. is tough. Yeah, it is. But uh, we'll go through this and uh, run through the first round here. So he has... The Chicago Bears making a projected trade with the Houston Texans for the number one pick okay. and taking Bryce Young. Sure. Makes okay. sense. He then has the Colts making a trade, the Bears being active here. The Bears uh, trading back again. The Colts coming up to get C.J. Stroud at the number two position. See, that would be awesome if you're the Bears. Oh, they you can move to four. Yeah. You're going to still get Anderson or Carter. You're taking it one, yeah. and you got all kinds of other stuff in two deals. He then has the Cardinals taking Jalen Carter. Pat. The Bears taking Will Anderson. Okay. Okay. The Bears get Will Anderson and extra stuff. Now you're talking. Now you're happy. Yeah, yeah. You're cooking. Uh, the Carolina Panthers then moving up to five with For, the, the trade okay. with the Seattle Seahawks to take Will Levis. I can see these things happening. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done a little bit of quarterback research. I have a lot of questions about all four of those top guys, including Richardson. But I think they're going to go really high. Uh, quarterbacks go. Yeah, I think they're going to go really do. high. They'll all be long gone when the Steelers pick, which is exactly what they want. But, At you know. six, the Lions take Christian Gonzalez. I think he's going to be long gone, too, by 17. At 7, the Raiders take Paris Johnson. Okay. Makes sense. At 8, the Falcons then take Miles Murphy. I said best defensive player available, whoever yeah. that is. At 9, the Seahawks take Tyree Wilson. Okay. A lot of people project them to get him at 6. Yeah. So there must have been a trade here, huh? They, yeah, that was they the trade. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, they yeah. were the team that went backwards. At 10, the Eagles, he has them taking Bijan Robinson. That's really fascinating to me because, like, they're the best running team in the league, and if you give them an elite running back prospect, wow. But it's not what they do at all. Not what they do, and, yeah. but. Miles Sanders, a free agent. Miles Sanders was a second-round draft pick, right? Mm -hmm. He so was. It's not like they. And they have an extra pick. Right. At 11, a little shocker here, the mm -hmm. Tennessee Titans take Dalton Kincaid. Wow. The tight end out of Utah. I can't see that one. I think Chig is a guy. I think Chig is a guy, too. Yeah. yeah. They, and they have so many needs. Yeah. I can't see that. I think Chig is a find. At 12, the Houston Texans take Kalijah Kansi, wow. defensive tackle out of pit. He's a guy you're starting to see bump yeah. higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Um, He's in a lot of first-round mocks now. At 13, he has the New York Jets taking Anthony Richardson, the quarterback out of Ooh. Florida. Wow. That's startling. <laughs> I mean, because you just used a second overall pick right. on Zach Wilson. Yeah. He's implying they're not going to get Carr, Jimmy, Rogers, whomever. Yeah. You well, know, this, obviously. This, trick, this pick may be used on a quarterback. It just might not be. Right, right. It might be Green Bay. It might be a veteran yeah. quarterback. Um, so we'll see. At 14, he has the Patriots taking Broderick Jones. Totally understandable. Yeah. Wynn is a free agent, and they could use help. At 15, the Green Bay Packers take Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Again, not what they do at all. I mean, in the last 12 years, the only first-round pick they've used on offense, let alone a receiver, is 
love. This is setting up for the Steelers to take you-know-who. Oh, no, right, it's not, right. actually. It's okay. not who he has not taking. Right. Uh, I don't see them taking the guy that he has them taking either, but that's near here and there. At 16, the Washington Commanders take Pete Skaronsky. I bet they'd be very happy with him. They list, he lists yeah. him as a guard, which makes sense. Yeah, he could do something for them. At 17, he has the Pittsburgh Steelers taking Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher from Iowa. Do they have his height and weight there? Uh, I, I think he's like 275. He might be a little big. I'm not saying that's even wrong. Like, cause, I mean, Bud was a big guy. 6'5", 275. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't think you'd draft him trying to turn him in the Aaron Smith move. Like, no. I don't think you'd try to do that with him. Um, I think you'd leave him on his feet in a Bud Dupree move. But he'd still be your three. I mean, you could get all three of those guys on the field in packages, of course. He could, yeah. But uh, I don't know about that. He's in a test well. He is. Uh, at 18, he has the Lions taking Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame. That seems to be pretty popular. In this scenario, there, yeah. this, this draft scenario mm-hmm. that just happened here, I would have the Steelers taking the guy he takes at 19 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Corner? Cornerback uh, safety Brian Branch out of mm. Alabama. So you're saying you would take Branch ahead of Porter. Any court? True or false? You'd take Branch over any Pure corner, not named Gonzalez. Yes. Okay. I haven't thought of that angle, but I'm not disagreeing with you. I think he's that good. Yeah. I mean, he can't line up and do Porter, Witherspoon, or, uh, yeah, Witherspoon, the Illinois guy. Yeah. But he might be my starting slot tomorrow. I think he's better at what he does than those guys. And he can also drop back and play safety. Mm -hmm. Gives you a lot of flexibility. Oh, it sure does. He's a good player. Yeah. Uh, At 20. Uh, the, he has the Bills taking Jordan Addison. They need more they weapons. They trade up with the Seattle Seahawks to do that. Okay. Is that first receiver off the board? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. It's a bad receiver class, too, just like free agency. At 21, he has the Chargers taking Joey Porter Jr. They could use him. I mean, opposite J.C. Jackson, who was a disaster for them, too. At 22, the Giants trade up with the Ravens and take Devin Witherspoon. Understandable. I mean, they've leave their corners and man coverage and play a lot of defensive backs, and they're weak there. 23, he has the Vikings taking Keon White out of uh, Georgia Tech. Okay. Yeah. He's going to test really well, too. At 24, he has the Jaguars taking Cam Smith. I didn't have a fit for the Jags when I did, uh, but that's as good as not a bad one. It's not a bad one, right. Campbell played well for them. I projected them to take, I think, Van Ness, actually. Did you? I actually had him take a tight end. I took Washington. Uh, at 25, the Ravens, with that draft pick, take Jalen Hyatt. That would make some sense. I mean, I always had mixed feelings about Marquise Brown there because they don't block anybody. Yeah. But that speed, if He's you're going to run the ball. He's a bigger version of Marquise Brown. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just the, the thought process is, okay, he doesn't block anybody, but he makes room for my run game with his speed because people have kids to play off. Yeah. You know. At 26, the Cowboys take Trenton Simpson, the linebacker out of Clemson. Simpson, eh? Simpson. It is Simpson. Okay. Yeah, Van, Van, uh, Van Der Esch is up. At 27, he has the Seahawks, who traded down here, taking Osiris Torrance. That would make perfect sense. He took two tackles, now you get plug nice him in right next to him, right. Yeah. And he's a plug-and-play type of dude. 28, the Bengals take Cody Mouch, the uh, North Dakota State I could see that. interior uh, offensive They line. could go a lot of directions. Yeah. I mean, safety, tight end. Running back, I mean, they could be out of their, both their running backs, anywhere on the O-line. Uh, so, they're, they're, it's a critical offseason for Cincinnati. It really is. 
Uh, at 29, here's the Saints taking Tuli Tuapolotu. Okay. Eh, I guess he's their, their style. That, that's a little early for me from what I've seen from him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at 30, he has the Eagles taking. Now, remember, they already took Bijan Robinson. Ronnie Hickman, the safety out of Ohio State. That's by far the highest I've seen him go. Yeah. You know, but they have safeties up, you know. At 31. I'd be shocked if one of their two first-rounders isn't a big person. Yeah. Just history shows. 31, the Bears take, and then project trade with the Chiefs. How did that happen? Oh, they must have traded up. Traded for, up. Okay. They've got oh, all okay. kinds of extra picks Yeah, here. I was thinking those two Bear trades yeah. at the top of the draft, but that wouldn't have included the Chiefs. They take Rasheed Rice, the wide receiver, out hmm. of SMU. So that's ahead of, like, Johnston, Hyatt. Johnston didn't go. Yeah, right, right, right. Addison, I think, is the only receiver you mentioned. That brings us to round two. Yes. And he has, at 32, the Steelers taking Siaki Ika, the defensive tackle mm. out of Baylor. I don't think he's ever in- ended up as a Steeler in our mocks, but he's a big, powerful dude that can move. I mean, he's yeah. A, yeah, he would fit in very well. Uh, just looking here, the Cardinals get uh, Daiwan Jones, the off- big offensive tackle out of Ohio State. Understandable. Uh, the Chiefs then take Darnell Wright, the other offensive tackle, yeah. uh, another massive offensive tackle out of Tennessee. Wouldn't shock me if either one of those guys ends up in the first round. Yeah, that's who they get with in the, uh, by trading down. Mm, okay, so, that's your bonus prize, yeah. right? So there's their left tackle. Yeah, is he doing that just because he's a big left? He's a big tackle, and you can. I assume. I, you know, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Smith goes to the Rams. Okay. They so might have to draft their line. Darnell Washington to the Panthers. A couple good tight ends left. The Browns take Maisie Smith. He worries me. Uh, maybe I just watched the wrong games because it was just Saturdays that were on, <laughs> and I knew he was on lists, but didn't make a lot of plays, and that just seems like a Michigan thing. It's like that, a Michigan thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are these super freak athletes that don't make a ton of plays, like yeah. Rashawn Gary. Uh, the At 46, the New England Patriots get Quentin Johnston. That would be helpful. <laughs> so they got a left tackle and a big receiver that yeah. could be their number one. That would help. At forty-seven, the Commanders got Emmanuel Forbes. That makes sense too. That's a yeah. They're they're short a corner, right? The Steelers pick at forty-nine, Anton Harrison. I would take that right now. The offensive tackle from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. I, I would trade you the forty-ninth pick for him right now. I still don't like the fact that you haven't drafted a corner yet. No, but right, right, right. But fair enough. I mean, that's a value there, especially when Clark Phillips goes. From Utah goes right with after. the next pick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking here. Hendon Hooker goes to the Seahawks. I think he's going to go higher than people think, too. I know yeah. he's old and he's hurt, but he could play 10 years. Yeah. You know. Uh, Seattle's a perfect spot for him. Just redshirt him and re-sign Geno. At 54, he has the Chargers taking Brian Barisi. I have no idea where he's going to go. His combine is going to be so important. Yeah. Medicals because in particular, medicals. right. I look at the medicals, though. Okay, so two years ago it was, it was an ACL. Okay. That doesn't bother me. No, right, right. I'm sure he's over that. This past season, he still he played in ten games before the kidney issue mm-hmm. cropped up. Yeah. Is the kidney issue going to be that so bad that he never plays, he's, he doesn't live? Because three years ago he was the best player on Clemson's defense. Right, right, right. He's a five-star. He was the best recruit in the country. His tape's very good, you know. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I hate commenting on injuries, but especially ones like kidneys and livers and hearts yeah. and, you know. Th- I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, just, I'm guessing here, but if the Steelers took him at 17, I wouldn't blink an eye. But maybe they could get him at 47. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If he you was... passed on him there, I'd be like, Ugh. Right. You know, for him to go at 54 means that something did happen. 
There is Absolutely. something was bad. Absolutely. Or they think he – and usually the case with those type of things are he could have a short career. Because he's young. Because he's young. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, he's a true true junior. I have no idea where to mock him. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, so that that's going to be one that's going to be interesting to watch here coming yeah. out of uh, – I mean, um, um, you didn't see many mock drafts a month ago or six weeks ago, but if you did, he was always a top 20 pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bengals take Deontay Banks, the Maryland cornerback. Their corner situation is not wonderful not either. Good. No, right, not right. good. Uh, Kaylee Ringo goes to the Eagles. That's really worth it there. Yeah. Uh, going, moving on to round three. Mm-hmm. Let's see what uh, what crops up here. Um, Seattle's third rounder is going to be a pretty quality player too. I would think so. Um, this neighborhood of the draft to me isn't that much different than twenty five overall. Not all that much. I mean, right? By, you know, the, the first pick of the round three is Byron Young, the defensive tackle out of Alabama. Okay. And a nice player, Felix yeah. Nduke Azoma out of uh, K State goes yeah, sixty five. Cedric Tillman goes third. Um, just looking here, Drew Sanders goes at sixty eight. There's no way he lasts that long. Yeah, that's that I would can't be see that. hard to believe. Derek right. Derek Hall goes at seventy. There's no way he no lasts way he lasts that long. That long. Uh, Ty J Spears hmm. goes at seventy one to the Saints. Second back? I mean, you even named every yeah, one of these. They're, no, they're, he's like the third, say, third or sure fourth the, back. The Bama guy, yeah. Went. But uh, I think he could be the third or fourth back. It's yeah, a good, good running back class, too. I really like the r- yeah. free agents we talked about last segment and this draft class for running back. Uh, the Bears take Luke Wilper, the Ohio State center. Uh, center. Okay. Um, Riley Moss goes to the Patriots at 76. I'm sure John Michael Schmitz is long gone. And we just didn't touch on him, but yeah, I haven't yeah, heard his name yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is, this to me, okay, so at 80, he has the Steelers taking – Rashawn Johnson, the t- running back out of Texas. I love the player, but it's that makes no sense. Not happening. Right, right, right. No, I'm a big fan. I like him a lot. But Why would you use a third-round draft pick when you have two running backs that you really like? Right. So, <laughs> I'm not picking on NFL.com people, but I, I, MJD put out his top 75 running backs or yeah. whatever it was. might even be 100. Warren wasn't even on the list. You know, like, <laughs> I know he's undrafted. <laughs> But he's the number two, a clear number two. You and know, did good things. And he did good things, yeah. and there's plenty of tape to evaluate. You may not know what he looks like if he walks past you, if you're a national dude, or know his background. But, but you have to, to recognize that to he's analyze a two. this stuff. Right. He's a two. I mean, a clear two. He's probably, if you're being hard on him, 60th in you the league. Put him behind you know what I mean? Guys like Boston Scott. Right, 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 <laughs> exactly. Know. Or some of these old dudes that last forever. That Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Right, know. he was a healthy scratch two days ago <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Right. I'm just looking here, who would I pick given this? Carl Brooks. Goes Ooh, at, I like Brooks. Goes at 82. He's a lot different than the Baylor knows that they are already taken. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a corner or two that wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't turn your nose up either. Uh, Blake Freeland goes to the Dolphins. The mm. offensive tackle from BYU. BYU. Yeah. Isaiah Foskey was still available. He goes to the Ravens. Oh, he's going to be a second rounder. Yeah. Yeah. Caillou Blue Kelly. No, oh, I would take him. Take Caillou right, Blue right. Kelly there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hundred uh, percent. Joe Tipman was still available. Wow. Yeah. Some people think he's still the number one center. Yeah. Um, there are lots of guys. Keanu Benton was still available. Oh. So, the running back pick aside, which <laughs> wouldn't happen, and we wouldn't do it either. Either way, you just listed five good names. Yes. And. It's easy to sit here and say, oh, they wouldn't still be there. But one might. One might. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that third pick, third rounder, fourth sealer pick, 
Could be better than people think in this particular draft. Without because, a doubt. Yeah, day two is a quality spot to be picking at. He year. also did the comp picks here. Oh, really? So he's, wow. He's, he's done the projected comp picks. So he's got Washington with a comp pick, okay. Cleveland with a third-round comp pick. I'd have to think about what they lost. But he hasn't I mean, taken Michael Wilson at 98. Who's Michael? Oh, the receiver. The receiver. I like Michael Wilson. He has the 49ers with a comp pick. They're gonna, they have a bunch of them. The Ravens with a comp pick. Okay. That would be the Raven. By the way, that's the Niners' first pick. Yeah. They have none in the top 99. They have three. They have three. It's all picks. from coaches leaving. Yeah, it's right. It's amazing how they've done work that out. Yeah. Uh, they, they they can uh, – yeah. So they, that's – those are the comp picks. So the Ravens or the uh, Ravens have one. The 49ers with three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like a foregone conclusion that Washington the Niners and Cleveland. Okay. I think the Niners get three no matter what because coaches because leave. the coaches stuff coaches right. Leave. I think that's like set in stone. Yeah. yeah, and no, folks, the Steelers do not get a compensatory yeah. pick for Brian Flores leaving because he need to be here two years Got instead it. of one. The two year right. rule. Yeah, but what the Niners have done is ridiculous. I mean, they've traded so many picks to go get Lance and McCaffrey that they don't pick forever, but they continually get people poached from their organization that yield them comp picks, which is yeah. tremendous. Yeah, well, so there you have but it. you're losing people. You're losing people. Yeah. I mean, left and right. Um, that's a – And they're going to lose – they're going to get more for D'Amico Ryans. That's next year's draft. That's next year's draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I, – I get it, and that's why people talk about the, the coaching trees and all that stuff. I, sometimes I think that gets overrated a little bit. Oh, I think it does too. You know, I mean – the thing with the the one that kills me is the Ravens getting a comp pick for a guy who is no longer the head coach of the team that hired him away. And the Ravens, oh yeah, I didn't think where that the came Ravens from. didn't didn't develop David Cully. No, he David must have been Cully, there two years. David Cully coached thirty years in the league, and the Ravens happened to hire him. And the Texans were stupid enough to not stupid enough because he's a good coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they but were, no one thought he was going to be the the head guy. You know, I mean yeah. that was a, a shocker at the time too. And he, they they kept him around for one year. And they get they get two draft they get two third round draft picks for it for I know. nothing. Yeah, I know nothing for really not anything that they did so swell. Right, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, uh, there's flaws in the system, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's flaws in any system like that. Right. That one just drives me a little nuts. But I, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't love this draft for the Steelers. No, but if we could pick who we wanted, looking at the board, you know, if if we would have made the picks, then I, I would have loved. I would have loved them. <laughs> not not because I'm cheating and I know what's going to be there in the third round, but like yeah. if it, here's the first 16 picks. Who do you want? Okay, we took you know the we took Branch. Yeah, and then 32 rolls around, and maybe we would take. Ica or one of the corners. I mean, we would have got four really quality picks the there. We wouldn't have taken a running yeah, back. The great know. thing about Branch is that you can play him a corner. You can play all him over. a safety. Right, right, right. You know. All over. I mean, uh, I made no bones that Dax Hill was one of my favorite players in the draft last year for, for a lot reasons. of those reasons. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, again, Ravens come to town. Dax, you have Mark Andrews. And I think okay. Branch, is, Branch is a better prospect to me than Hill I think was. so, too. I yeah. think he has more versatility. Yeah. I don't know if he'll test as well as Hill. He'll test it really, really well. And he's over six foot. But, but he's I a think, more productive player. I think Branch is a better football player. Yeah. Yeah, without doubt. And, I mean, a leader on that Alabama defense. I mean, Saban's a, known for secondary, too. The yeah. secondary is his baby, and he always has one guy. It was Minka when yeah. it was his turn, and this is Branch, who's yeah. really the quarterback of the offense. You know, that I'm not even going to say Saban. he's Minka light. No, he's similar. He's very similar. Very yeah. similar as prospects. Yeah. You know, coming out of Bama the same age. Right, 100%. Minka got drafted higher than he probably will, but who knows? If he goes and runs a four-four flat, you could see him at seven, yeah. eight, you know, in that neighborhood. I almost hope he runs a four-five, and so he's available. So he's available. Team. I know he's your new crush, and I understand it. Yeah, I just I think the things that you could do with him, mm-hmm. he's a chess piece. And if you take him, you still could take a corner at 
Oh, absolutely. 32, and he still probably should. Yeah, right. You know, I think you, he's you, different. You do need a safety, and you, you mm-hmm. know, so, he, I mean, again, flexibility in the back end. Yeah. I mean, As I'd we be saw out of this the... year, the Steelers didn't have – they didn't have to play a lot of different offensive linemen. No. They did have to play a lot of corners and safeties, though. Right. Guys like Pierre, to me, are valuable. Yeah. And, and got more valuable over the last year than I thought they'd be, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, Matt, that's going to do it for our special show here. Live from the Hall of Honor Museum. Great place. Uh, again, that's open to the public during the off season, Thursday through Monday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can book your tour at the Hall of, Muse- uh, Hall of Honor Museum now at Steelers.com backslash museum. you got to get on that right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, enjoyed this. It's fun. Oh, it was a blast, yeah. It gives Good us a little stuff. somewhere different to do a show. And, of course, two weeks from today, we'll be doing shows in a completely different setting because we'll be in Indianapolis. Heading into Indy. That's one of the best weeks of the year. And I'll tell you just, what. Just seeing the whole NFL yeah. community. If the you guests haven't we heard get our shows and... from, from Indy, I mean, we get the best guests in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Humongous ones. Right. Yeah. And we'll do that again. They're just knocking at the door to come on. They, <laughs> they, they line up. They're like, hey, do we get to go on your show next? I guess we'll let you I, on. Yeah, we'll yeah, probably, sure. we could probably squeeze you in, babe. Yeah. That's the way that works. No, Greg Cosell, <laughs> Matthew Berry. We've had great ones. Yeah, that's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.